Welcome to Selling the Naked Truth. Welcome to Selling the Naked Truth. I'm your co-host, Susan Hay, and my co-host, Jason, has taken the day off. (laughs) This is literally a first for us, you guys, and um, Jason and I, if you've followed our podcast, you know that we haven't really put many episodes out over the last few months. And we really have struggled to sync our work schedules. Um, But the other side of it is, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that we were going through a pretty extensive home remodel during the summer. And we just, it was just so loud around here. So when our schedules did sync up, it was loud. And so I told him today I had some really important content and and just business building tips that I wanted to share and that I just wanted to jump in and get this information out here. So I, I would love to know what you guys think about this episode. You may come back and say, nope, you guys are better as a duo. And I'll respect that. We'll, we'll do that. Um, but today, like I said, I just have had so many conversations with my students and clients and just new faces recently about Instagram and using it to grow and monetize for a business. And I couldn't go another day without coming here and teaching you this content. And so essentially what I want to teach you guys today is I want to teach you how to make your Instagram account feel like an experience. And this is just such an important part of uh, using, well, first of all, building any business. And so there is one truth that I want to make sure you know before we even jump into this episode. And, and that is every single business is built one connection at a time. It doesn't matter if you own a brick and mortar or if you have a digital online business. And oftentimes I think we daydream about going viral and, you know, all the people that we can reach on a social platform, which is really, really incredible. But I think a lot of people sometimes forget, me included in the past, that we have to nurture those connections. They're not a given. And the same rules that apply in a brick and mortar business and an in-person business also apply on Instagram and on social media. And so before we jump in to me kind of sharing with you five ways to make your IG account feel like an experience, what I want to do is kind of remind you from the very beginning that the ultimate goal, if you're using Instagram for business is to monetize, right? So if you're not using Instagram for business, this this episode probably isn't for you. But if you're somebody who it, who has a business and you want to use Instagram to reach more customers, to reach more clients, to get more bookings, to sell more products, then we need to understand first and foremost that not all connections and not all audience members are made the same. Okay, so what I want to do is explain to you there's three different types. We need to know who they are and what they need from us so that we can deliver this incredible experience to them. So within your audience, you're going to have cold connections, warm connections, and hot connections. Now, your cold connections... They just became aware of you. They, they haven't been following you. They don't really know who you are, what you stand for. And so they're typically people who have either just started following you or maybe they went through and they liked a bunch of your posts and left you a comment, something like that. 
And with our cold connections, what we want to make sure that we're doing is always introducing cold connections into our audience. If we don't, then we're our, our connections are going to dry up, right? So we must always be focused on that. And then with your warm connections, we have a single objective, and that is to nurture and to love them, okay? These are going to be the folks in your audience who are liking and commenting. You know, they're showing up for your post. Your Their face is familiar, right? You've seen them more than once show up. And then, of course, you have your hot connections. And the ultimate goal when we're using Instagram for a business is to convert our hot connections into our next level, whether that's inviting them to book an appointment with us, whether it's inviting them to join our program or buy a product from us. And so it's really important for you to know that we have these three different types of demographics that we always, that we always have in our audience. And the way we create an experience for these different levels is going to be different. So before I jump in and share these these different tips with you, I want to talk to you about an experience versus an encounter so you really understand what this looks like. Um, Now, one of the things that I teach within my DMMBA is how to build a red carpet experience, something that's going to build those diehard, loyal, evangelist fans that are going to be coming back to you for life. And let's talk about this for ex- for a second with an experience versus an encounter. So an encounter is going to be something that's not very memorable. It usually feels sterile and it has an okay factor. Um, it's repeatable. So it's something that's easy to copy, easy to repeat, And it doesn't build loyalty. So people won't necessarily stick around. They're like, eh, I'll go try out this other place too, okay? Or this other person. Um, Now, when you talk about an experience, you're talking about something that's memorable, something that has a personable element to it. You're talking about something that has a wow factor. It's typically hard to copy, okay? And it builds loyalty and lifers, So it builds those people that the next day at brunch are going to be talking about whatever it is that you provide. So when we're building businesses, we want to make sure that we're always providing experiences. And I think sometimes people forget that we can build an experience even when we're not um, in person and in a brick and mortar or face to face. So let's jump in. I want to share with you these, I think I have five tips for you um, to Uh, build an an experience into your grid. So here we go. Number one, I want you to start thinking about your grid and really your entire Instagram account as your website. Okay. This is the new age website. Long gone are the days of, you know, thinking that you're, that, that this is just a social place to play. It is your website. Okay. So what's really important here for creating an experience for people is consistency. Consistency is the secret sauce to building a successful business. And it was one of my values in my brick and mortar salon consistency. It was something that I infused into every single thing that we did from the way we greeted a client walking in the front door to the way we said goodbye to them, to the way and the order in which we did service services, consistency was so important. And so we can infuse consistency into our Instagram as well. And here's a couple suggestions for you. One is I want to ask you, how often do you post? Are you being consistent? You know, are you somebody that posts 
one day and then it's a couple weeks later and you're like, oh, maybe I'll put something up. And then you throw three posts out in a row and then you're not back again for another two weeks. This is not very consistent. And so when we create consistency, and I'm not saying that you need to show up seven days a week and burn yourself out creating content, but I want you to make a commitment to yourself. Okay, I'm going to post three days a week. I'm going to do this. And what you're going to do is you're going to create something that's very, very important for human beings, and that's certainty. So people are now going to know, oh, I'm going to go see what Amanda is posting today, or oh, I wonder what Christina is doing. I'll tell you what, I have a good friend, um, Christina Glickman, who is does an incredible job of this. Every day in her stories, um, she shows up, she writes on a dry, waste, dry erase board what the date is, and she goes through these series of photos of her working out and doing her morning routine, and she does that every single day. It's consistent. So you can do that too. And that starts with you committing to how often are you going to post on your grid? Next up is what pictures are on your grid? Is it easy for somebody to see what you do just by one look? Because the truth is we get one look. That's it. One look. People are going to land on your feed and they're going to decide in a glimpse in in a split second whether they're sticking around. And I always say that your images, your photos are the scroll stopper. And your content and your captions are what keep keep people there. So this doesn't mean that you need to go out and have a professional photo shoot um, and spend a lot of money getting pictures taken because you can take a lot of incredible photos um, from your iPhone. But what I am saying is, you know, if you're if you are a health and fitness coach and um, 15 pictures on your grid in a row are of uh, your kids. People might be a little, they might not know, well, they're most likely not going to know when they land on your grid what it is that you do. So we want to leave little, we want to leave little hints in our photos so it's easier for people to spot and determine whether they're in the right place. Now, my next question to you is, are you showing your face? There are definitely um, several studies out there that have shown that posts with your face in them get 40% more engagement. And I can tell you hands down, the, the posts that I put up that have my face in them always get more engagement. And the reason why is people want to connect, okay? They don't, they, they want to see other faces and they want to know that there's a heartbeat behind what they're looking at. Okay, so this leads me into my next tip for you for building an experience with your Instagram. This is going to be to um, frame the way you show up as storytelling versus sales. One of my favorite rules is the 80-20 rule, okay? And let me preface this by telling you, human beings don't like being sold to. So when they feel like they're being sold to, they're going to run in the other direction. And I see a lot of people out there um, just throwing up like call to action, call to action, call, buy this, today's a sale, do this, do this, do this. Now, people do need to be told what to do. They do need to be directed, but they don't need to be told what to do all the time, okay? So this is where I want you to start thinking about sales as a long-term game, okay? Sales is not just in the moment where you're saying to people, buy my product, and they're running in the other direction because they don't know who you are. Sales is the storytelling that you're doing leading up to your call to action, your CTA, 
And here's one thing that you must know. We have to build some sort of know, like, and trust factor before people will ever buy a single thing from us. So this is why I told you in the beginning that knowing who, knowing that not all of your audience is created the same, that you have cold connections, warm connections, and hot connections, this is why that is so important. So storytelling is part of the process of taking a cold connection on a journey and warming them up, warming them up until they're hot and ready to jump into the next uh, level of connection with you. So storytelling versus sales, and I'll probably do a whole podcast episode where I go into a deep dive on this, but I wanted to drop it here and at least give you an opportunity to start thinking about it. How can you start telling stories that infuse your products into it or what you do into it? And it doesn't have to be every single time you post. If you post three three days a week, then eh, I'd probably want to see you do a call to action every fourth post. Okay. So next up, next way that you can build engagement um, and build an experience is respond to your comments. Mic drop. Oh my gosh. There's so many people out there that do not respond to comments. People are showing up and literally commenting on something that you've posted and you're not going to respond to them. Oh my gosh, this honestly, I always think about Instagram and I think about the equivalent to what that would equate to in real life. And that would be somebody having a conversation, somebody walking up to you and having a conversation, wanting to have a conversation. Let's say you ask them a question, they answer, and then you just walk away from them. That's the equivalent to no comment. Now, here's the extra boost to this. Um, when you comment, when you get comments, first of all, that's going to boost your engagement with Instagram, with the algorithm. So when you respond to their comment, that's going to give extra engagement. So there is a reason behind that, but also it's going to create connection. It's going to create a conversation that can remain open. So to make people feel seen and heard, you've got to respond to their comments. And when you respond to their comments, I want to recommend that you use their name. And when you use their name, it could be like, obviously, when you hit reply, it's going to automatically reply to their account, like at Damon Hart would be mine, at Damon Hart. But then I want you to drop their name in there too. Okay, Susan, you made such a great point. I really love the way you shared that, period. Okay, so we got to move past these like cute, that's cute, or you know, just dropping an emoji. We need, to, we need to respond. We need to respond to comments and make people feel seen. We want to use their name and we want to keep it an open conversation. So sometimes you can respond back. I know I had some comments on a post a few weeks ago where I'd asked people to share something with me and I had a few people that just... They commented on my outfit. They didn't really read the post. And so I responded like, thank you. What'd you think about like, you know, what's your answer to this question? Um, And just kind of tapping them on the shoulder and saying, hey, like, I really want to know. I was trying to start a conversation here with you. And um, let's see. So let's move on from there. Uh, The next thing that I want to share with you is... Let's, let's do some of the fun stuff, right? There's a lot of fun stuff that we can do out there. And I think what this comes down to when we're talking about being an experience versus an encounter is keeping in mind that 
I think it was in 2008 or 2018, Instagram had 1 billion monthly active users. 1 billion, y'all. That was like two years ago. So I don't even know what it's at now. What that means is there are a lot of people out there on this platform. And I know for some people, their initial thought is, well, yeah, well, why would I even try then? Why would I even try? Well, this is where we have to figure out how we can stand out from the rest. Okay. We don't want to just be a copy and paste person. So one of the things that I've really kind of actively sought out recently is tools that I can use that will set me apart from other account accounts. One of the things that I did most recently was learned how to create my own personalized GIFs or GIFs, whatever, however you say it, I'm team GIF. Um, and so anyways, and I started putting those in my stories and people were commenting, oh my gosh, you got personalized gifts. Whoa, that's so cool. And there were a lot of people that just commented on it. And then there were quite a few people that were like, oh my gosh, how'd you do this? Tell me how. And so ultimately I decided to put together an IGTV. It is up on my, um, on my Instagram account. So you can go check out how to make your own customized gifts. But that was like a perfect example of how it got more attention to what I was doing. Even though I was talking about business growth content and things of that nature, people noticed this little extra tool that stood out from everybody else's standard gifts that they were using. So literally anything that you want to know how to do, you can Google and find it. And so think about ways that you can stand out from the rest. And that is going to do, that is going to create an experience for people when they land in your circle. All right. And then the final thing that I wanted to share with you is um, that I want to encourage you to get in people's DMs. And I'm going to share with you a little, little, little engagement trick that I've been doing. Um, I'm still testing it out, but um, the DMs is where the magic happens. So when we talk about those hot, hot connections and warming them up to where they want to know more, Typically, your hot connections are going to be in your direct messages. They're going to be commenting on stories and saying, oh my gosh, that's me. You're talking to me right now. Or, you know, they're going to, they're going to share on a much more personal level with you. And so we want to encourage people to get into our DMs. And here is, uh, and, and one thing that that does when we get into people's DMs is it starts a conversation, right? So it creates a connection. And then it also, some say, it boosts the algorithm. So now because we're in somebody's DMs, their content is going to start showing up in our feed. So maybe there's a new account that I've just started following. Sometimes I'll go directly to their direct messages and just say, hey, you know, I just started following you. I just wanted to let you know I, I wanted to get into your DMs and just let you know I love your content so far and just wanted to make sure that your uh, posts are showing up in my grid. It's that simple. I'm not trying to sell them anything. I don't have any sort of ulterior motive. I'm just trying to make sure that their content keeps showing up for me and that I make a connection. Now, here's a fun little thing that I've been testing out that will make people in your audience make your cold connections feel so seen and heard. Okay, this is a good one. When somebody new follows you and you get your little, you know, uh, notification that they've started following you, I want you to go over to your DMs and I want you to send them a message. 
not a text message. I want you to send them a voice message and start a conversation. I do this whenever I can. I can't always do it, but if it looks like somebody who is my ideal client, okay, now my ideal client is um, going to be, you know, entrepreneur or a woman that wants to be an entrepreneur. And I usually can tell that by looking at her grid. Um, if, you know, Rocky, the 67 year old, uh, gentleman from Argentina started following me, I probably wouldn't jump in his DMS just saying. Okay. Um, so here's what I do. I go to the DMS and I say something like this. Hey, Sarah, I just wanted to reach out and say thank you so much for the follow. I get so excited when new people join my audience, and I always just like to come over and just say hello to you and let you know if you have any burning business growth questions, feel free to drop them in my DMs. I am constantly creating content that is based on what my audience needs in their life. And so anyways, I always just like to let you know that you can do that here, and Thank you again for the follow. Um, Happy Friday. You know, something like that. So when you do this, you want it to be warm. You want it to be sincere. Um, You want it to be simple. You do not want to be selling them a darn thing, okay? They just joined your audience. It'd be like taking somebody on a date and um, asking them to marry you if you you jumped right in trying to sell something. So I want to repeat, my agenda when I do that is never to sell anything. I'm not even thinking about that. I just want to say hi, because here's what happens all the time. We follow people and then we never see their content. Instagram doesn't show it to us. So I want to make sure that I have reached my hand out in a virtual way and said, hi, nice to meet you. And thank you so much. Right? It's so simple. And truthfully, these little messages that I send take me 30 seconds to a minute Now, over the last couple of days, I've had a pretty big influx of new followers. I've had like over 200 new followers, so I have not been able to reach out to everybody. But on Friday, I reached out to probably about 15 new followers, and three or four of them responded back to me and said, hey, oh my gosh, this was so sweet. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. And a couple of them said, yeah, actually, I do have a couple burning business questions. And so I was able to just answer their questions and add value to their life. That created an experience, right? Very different than what everybody else out there is doing. So there you go. Those are my best tips for you to get out there and start rocking your business and creating an experience for people. Instagram is truly such an incredible place for us to monetize and build businesses, and especially in this year of a pandemic. And so I want to encourage you to get out there, start making connections, start showing your face because baby girl, you are magic. You've got something to share with the world and you need to stop hiding it. So anyways, I definitely missed my co-host today, and uh, I hope that you guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, I hope that you will head over and leave a review for us. It really means the world to us. A five-star review would be incredible, and if there's any way that we can better what we're doing here or serve you um, content that you're really needing, please reach out and let us know. It's just something that we love doing. So anyways, thank you for tuning in, and I'm sending out so much love to you. Oh, 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 oh,
today's episode helped to motivate and inspire you, then please take a moment to leave us a five-star review. It would mean the world to us as we continue to grow this Selling the Naked Truth community. Of course, you can always find us the old-fashioned way at sellingthenakedtruth.com or at our Instagram handles. Jason can be found at Selling the Naked Truth on the gram, and Susan can be found at Dame and Heart.